Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Amanda Seals. Happy Monday, y'all. It is October 9th, 2023, and still a whole 80 degrees in some places. Y'all ain't concerned yet. I am concerned. Anyway, it is Happy National Kick Butt Day. That's exactly what I did this weekend in D.C., screening my new political comedy documentary in Amanda We Trust at the Because They're Funny Comedy Festival. Shout out to Jeff and Nicole Friday, who created the American Black Film Festival and then now created this comedy festival. Just visionaries, visionaries. What a time we had. So big ups to DC. I really, I fools with y'all. Even though my sleep pattern is very off, I feel like I am kind of wonky, you know? Like I'm doing a little creative trapping and catnapping. Um, side note, do y'all get a proper amount of rest? Not sleep, but like actual rest. Mm. Well, I actually rested. I actually rested in the middle of this weekend. Like I came back to the room and just like rested. And not sleep. It was what I used to tell my mom I was doing when I wouldn't talk, want to take a nap. Can I just rest? <laughs> <laughs> Can I just rest? But we'll talk about that. Shout out to the nap ministry. But today, my lovely listeners, I'm elated to return to the radio zeitgeist with you, okay? We have a lot to get into with a little bit of time. Real quick before my theme music ends, um, not one but two of Maryland's HBCUs are picking up the pieces after separate on-campus school shootings. Why haven't we heard much about them? If you're not in the mix, it's almost like you're not going to find out the, the info, and that's just not how it should be. We're also going to delve into the deadly war in Israel. Uh, I got my boy Mark Lamont Hill, who is an expert on that region, to come and join us. I certainly have thoughts, but I felt like it was better to have somebody who has actually like written a book about it. Later on, we have the Big Up Let Down. Rapper Kevin Gates was seen, not by me, <laughs> not by me, uh, was seen on film sharing phlegm with a fan. And if someone had sent me that and not put trigger warning, I would have blocked them. Uh, but that's <laughs> that's what's happening. All right, Jeremiah has your season second headlines. We got a lot more. So all that's going down. Stay connected with us 24-7 on all socials at Seal Said It. Give us a call at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Oh my God, look at all this energy. Energy, energy, energy. I'm not sure how much of it is energy and delirium because I am jet lagged. <laughs> Give us a call. We'll be right back. This is the Amanda Seal Show. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. I'm Amanda Seals. Let's get into some Blackurant news. All right. If you know anything about HBCUs, you know that homecoming season is a very 
big deal. Okay, mm-hmm. as in like entire budgets are spent. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and then when they try and bring people like me in April, they like we spent that in October, baby. You want to oh. just come so you could like put it on the Instagram. Uh, However, you know, this was supposed to be, uh, you know, a weekend of shenanigans, of alumni coming back, of strolling mm-hmm. on the yard, and it's supposed to be considered a safe time. That was not mm-hmm. the case for two HBCUs in Maryland last week, where there were separate on-campus shootings. And why did we not hear about this all over right. the news? And I don't right. even just mean... Like, you know, when we say the news, we still say like CNN, MSNBC, but like I didn't even see this on like black spaces like that. Mm. You know, the schools I'm talking about are Bowie State and Morgan State. Thankfully, uh, to my understanding, there were no fatalities, Mm. um, but there were shootings. And I just feel like there's got to be some deeper reason to why. This is the case. Now, I did not go to an HBCU, um, but we do have Supreme here who went to an HBCU as well as you, Jeremiah. You know, I'd love to hear from you guys. Like, what are some reasons why you feel like that this may be the case? Like, do you think like there's an HBCU side of this? Like, or is it just the media not caring about black people? I think it's a little of both. Right. I think HBCUs are like, oh, look at those black kids over there. Also, I think because a lot of HBCUs are in inner cities and urban areas. So it feels like, oh, this is usual. Like, you know, this this is expected to happen versus oh. like an anomaly, I think, for some for some people. That's how I definitely feel about Morgan. Like, I can't speak to the Bowie situation, but it goes mm-hmm. down in that neighborhood all the time anyway. So, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah it goes down. <laughs> it goes down. I mean... Is there something to be said for like the concept? And I guess I'm I'm just throwing, I'm just spitballing here. The possibility that HBCUs don't want the media around this either because they feel like it reflects poorly. Like, oh, like the black kids are shooting. Because it's a historical thing with HBCUs that is supposed to be, you know, talented 10th and pride Mm -hmm. of HBCUs. I mean, they canceled homecoming for the first time in school history. Yeah. After the shooting. Mm-hmm. which says a lot. I mean, considering there was a school recently where a black professor died on stage in right. the middle of an event and they still kept that thing going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My son said mm-hmm. everybody went home this weekend. Everybody was off the campus this week. Well, U.S. Representative Glenn Ivey, uh, a Democrat from Maryland, is currently working on legislation that aims to ban assault rifles and says, you know, it's ironic that this week we're remembering Senator Dianne Feinstein, and she was the primary author of the assault weapons ban that lasted for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we have Mayor Brandon Scott from Baltimore City who said this incident highlights the need for gun reform and that Congress mm-hmm. needs to take action. Uh, he's mm-hmm. actually going to be featured on uh, Small Doses podcast shortly. But, you know, I think the reality around all of this, though, is that whether it's happening on HBCU campuses, college, you know, other college campuses, universities, schools, we got to figure out some way to feel safe right. again. And I right, don't know. Right. I, I know that there are some black folks who are like, well, that's not going to be gun control because if they take our guns and these folks is going to come kill. So, you know, I'm, I'm really at a loss uh, at this point because I feel like the real issue is, is more about culture than anything. Right. Absolutely. Um, What's the the title of the podcast with uh, Mayor Scott? Side effects of being the black mayor of Baltimore. (laughs) Oh, I was going to say side effects of the wire. That was my suggestion. Not the wire. Side effects of being a black mayor of Baltimore. (laughs) Why should black people care? Because... 
because this is not happening on just schools anymore, like in just little schools anymore. It's not happening in our universities. Like it's happening on HBCUs. And I think for a lot of us, we haven't seen it happen in a school setting yet. And it felt like that was still a safe space. But we have to remember that violence in this country against black people was happening in the most safest of spaces, the church. So we got to stay vigilant and we got to stay conscious and we got to demand that our HBCUs get the security popping, especially if you're already in the hood. Come on now. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seals Show. Keep it locked. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn on how Mariah Carey responded to Nick Cannon saying he still want to marry her. What? Don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals. Um... I've known Nick Cannon a long time. Let's just get into it. I've known Nick Cannon a long time. And we have just like a random friendship. Like Nick Cannon was like on the phone with me one time when I was like kicking my homegirl out of the house. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Yes. And it was because it was because like she she was not paying. It was a long story, but he was like, you should let her go. <laughs> so so we have a homie ship. Um, but he was, but he had a marriage uh, to Mariah Carey. And, you know, they had the twins. It was a whole thing. I was just telling the team before we got on the call, like, I remember when he got the big ass Mariah tattoo on his back. And I was like, that's a lot. That's culture. And right he there. was like, I love her. I love her. And now he turned it into a cross. But now he apparently said that he would be open to remarrying her. I love how he's like, I would be open to it as if she had like slid him a note in class right. <laughs> and he circled the maybe. But I need y'all to hear the queen, okay? Mimi, the individual who created <laughs> I don't know her. Oh, This is her response when she was presented with this information. It's saying he's open to remarry. Didn't see it. Would you ever be down to remarry with Nick? Remarrying? I'm glad I'm... He's making this up. This is him being silly. Are you good with the single life the rest of your life? What, is he the last... My last hope? (laughs) (laughs) Didn't see it. She didn't see it. I don't know her. I don't know her. She said, what is he, my last hope? Listen, I just feel like she is Mariah Carey. Okay? Mm -hmm. She was baby mama number one. She mm-hmm. can't. The wife. The wife. Shit, that ring. The wife. This is also a legend for so many reasons, but also because, and I want you all to never, ever forget this. Mariah Carey sued a man and won on the grounds of him wasting her time. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Do you understand how legend that is? <laughs> To sue somebody for wasting my time. I would be Mm. so caked up if I were able to do that. I would have already cleaned up all the slums of Kenya (laughs) with the money I would be making from the (laughs) litigation of time wasting. Uh, But I just think that was a hilarious exchange. And I just love how Mariah seems to always be ready for like a dumb question coming at her and a smart answer coming back. So there's that. She quit with it. She said, you wiling out. Did you get it? Oh, wilding out. Oh, I didn't get it. Yeah. You okay. Asked. All right. Cool, 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 cool. That was good, though. Um, it was there. It was there. So we did it. It was there. Uh, but they haven't been married in almost 10 years, y'all. And I just feel like, um, I personally feel like she shouldn't give him a chance. But don't let my opinion sway you. <laughs> give me a call. 
1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Now, I just want to give you some stats to inform your, your decision. Okay. Should Mariah consider getting back with Nick? Nick has 12 children, mm. children, by six different women. She mm-hmm. is one of the six. Uh, they mm-hmm. have twins together, Moroccan and Monroe. They were married from April 20, uh, 2008 to November 2016. And mm-hmm. Nick says that Mariah saved his life when he was diagnosed with lupus in 2012. So that's just some background info. Hit me up, 1-855-MANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. I mean, just in general, what are your thoughts on remarrying someone that you divorced? If anybody out there did that, I want to hear about it. What made you spin the block? Call me up, all right? We got some sick of headlines when we get back. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn right here on The Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's the Amanda Seals Show, y'all. I'm Amanda Seals, and it is time to get into some 60-second headlines. Jeremiah, like the Bible, what it is. All right. First up, the FDA is warning people taking Ozempic of possible extreme serious side effects, Amanda, intestinal blockage. Now, since the type 2 diabetes meds has hit the market, like 16 people apparently have reported this side effect, with 16 is in that number. But some of the girls on the internet are saying that this is a conspiracy because black Ooh. people aren't eating enough sugar. And so they want us to get back to the facts. We'll see. Okay. Well, a New Jersey court has awarded $224 million to four people who allege that they got cancer after using Johnson & Johnson tacom powder products. This is crazy. A three-judge appeals court ordered a new trial after ruling that expert testimony presented in a lower court on behalf of the plaintiffs was apparently faulty. But you know, black mm. people love some talcum powder, okay? Mm. And summer, <laughs> it, it don't quit. <laughs> also, big news for uh, student loan borrowers. President Joe Biden announced an additional student debt cancellations for 125,000 borrowers. Listen, people are just like, this isn't enough. But apparently the NAACP said that the administration needs to go a step further and bring equitable relief to black borrowers. I 100% agree. But I also mm-hmm. would love for y'all to like, Take wins and actually like be happy about them. Like some people are like, yeah, but what he did was he only just corrected an error that got a bunch of people paid. It's not like he did something new. It's like, yeah, but I mean, he he could have not corrected the error and then nobody would have got paid. So that was also an option. I'm just trying to be in a number. Um, up next, I'll talk about <laughs> after fighting for his life for nine days with a leaky artery in his lung. Crazy Bone, a bone doesn't harmony, posted a message on Instagram. Thank his fans for their thoughts and prayers. And you know what? We're all happy that we're doing we're not seeing him at the crossroads or he won't be lonely won't see you at the crossroads no you won't be lonely I'm glad that he still gets to miss his Uncle Charles y'all and last but not least you'll love this one Outkast has the biggest selling hip hop album in music history with the speaker box up below at 13 times platinum 13 times that's crazy. I wouldn't have expected that to be the one that is the greatest selling hip hop album, but I'm gonna I'm gonna put it on here, yeah. And so fresh and so yeah. clean clean. The commercial <laughs> appeal. They did have some singles. Those were mm-hmm. th- that was my least favorite Outcast album, but it did have the singles. It had and the singles. I like the way you move. Exactly. <laughs> and uh you are the prototype. Oh yeah. Maybe you got some hits. There you, you go. go. Spin that record. Those are your six second headlines. Keep it locked right here. This is the Amanda Seal Show. Whoa, whoa. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta 
ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. It's the Amanda Seals Show, y'all. Welcome back. I am uh, your your girl, Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. If you haven't checked out my political comedy documentary, In Amanda We Trust, you should go and do that. Just go to inamandabetrust.com. Mm-hmm. All right, let's take it to the phone line. Remember, you can call us up any time of day, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. What's up with it? Hi, Amanda. Hi, Jeremiah. I like the Bible. This is Lee from Philly. Um... When you was you guys were talking about uh, Jimmy Butler uh, and his hair, and then all the other people who had hairstyles, you forgot about Little Richard. But then today, while I'm mm. ordering my coffee, I'm thinking he popped in my head, and I'm like, he looked like uh, James Stewart. Um, and if you're not familiar, it's the guy that's saying, we don't have to take our clothes, our clothes off to have a to good have a time. Good time. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I thought that was... Um, <laughs> it just popped in my head. I, I, this time, I don't really have a lot to talk about, but uh, yeah, I, it was funny, so I wanted to share it with you guys. My mom used to hate that song. She always felt like really? it was very inappropriate. His but name, I, though, in, Jermaine, Jermaine, is Jermaine Stewart. Yeah, yeah Jermaine. Bar- Elder Barge's name is Jermaine Stewart? No, the guy <laughs> no, who the- sang that song. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what he just said. No, he said his name wrong. He said a different name. Oh. <laughs> he said Jumaine. Kind of like J- J-U-M-A-I-N-E. Oh, he said James. Okay, it's Jermaine. Yeah. Okay, Jermaine Stewart. All right, well... We don't have to take our clothes off. I mean, the blowout was a look for a long time. You know, the mm-hmm. brothers, the blowout has, has been a look before the emo look. But what is what is the emo song? Splitting my life to pieces. This is my last resort. But there are like emo songs that like all black people still love. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like there's like a whole like generation, just like there's like the, the white girl songs that black people love. The right. number one white girl song that black people love is... Making my way no. downtown, walking fast. Thank you. Okay. I thought she gonna say that other song people like. Um, that was in Bridesmaids. Um, oh my god, I know when I hear it. Say a little prayer. Maybe. Um, it's like the moment I wake up. Oh, not that. Before, oh. What am I singing? I'm saying, why did I think you said oh bridesmaids God. and I went to my best friend's wedding? Why? <laughs> you know the song. Oh, no, I know the song because it's Take in my a special. Say goodbye. Till then, baby, are you gonna let him hold you down and make you cry? Did you know? Did you know? It's a shame. It's a good way. If you, y'all are in the car singing it and I love hearing you sing that note. I heard it. I heard it. All the black girls that grew up with white girls, y'all sang that in that car. And I appreciate you. Okay. I appreciate you. Uh, all right. We got more show for you. I appreciate y'all. We got black hurt news that you need to know about it. Okay. That you need to know about child labor is such a big problem that California has come up with a solution. And it's actually one that it's going to be with the kids. So we're going to tell you what that is. Plus I have my big up let down for today. And the let down is more of like a cough up um, because it involves Kevin Gates, a young lady and an open mouth. And it's just a lot. So we're going to get into that. All right. Because she let me down. We got all that and more. So coming up next, the Amanda Seals Show. 
Thanks for tuning in. If you're a Libra, happy birthday to you. Uh, I don't really get along with as many of you all as I would like to. Uh, um, but when I do, it's very strong. It's very strong, right? It's very strong because one of my very, very bestest friends is a Libra. So shout out to nice. Kathia, a.k.a. Kiki. All right, all right, all right. You know what it is? Actually, as I'm saying it out loud, it's Libra men that I don't really get along with. Really click too tough with they the Libra men different. like that. Yeah, it's a different vibe. It's a different vibe. But also sending a happy birthday out to uh, a Libra man, Tyler James Williams. So <laughs> I haven't met him, so I don't know if he would break the mold. I don't know. I don't know. But shout out to Abbott Elementary. I'm doing a rewatch as we speak. Now it's time nice. to get into some Black Year news. We also got some less newsy subject matters. Jeremiah, tell me what we have coming up this hour. Coming up this hour in Black Year news, we'll discuss how California is combating child labor in a classroom. Also, we already know this, but we need further we need to further stress representation and how it matters, especially in. We domestic. need to what? We need to further stress. <laughs> Which is really good. I haven't been a Fudd in a long time. But we need to further stress that representation matters, especially in gymnastics at the World Championships. You know all about that, Amanda. So we're going to get into that. And then we have today's edition of the Big Up Letdown. Big Up to 21 Savage and the Letdown. Y'all got to wait for it. Just wait on it. Uh, it's coming for you. And it, it came for her. So we're going to get into that. All right. Our group chat topic of the week, though. I got to let y'all know about this. All right. Every Thursday, we have group chat Thursday. We have a group chat topic and we want y'all to call in so that we can talk about this being a workaholic Idris Elba says that he's a workaholic and it's so bad that your man is in therapy so we want to know from you is being a workaholic a problem okay Call us up 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Is being a workaholic a problem? All right. Now, if you miss any of the show, remember, you can listen to our daily podcast available everywhere you get your podcasts. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seals Show. Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. Time to drop you some black hair news. Okay, so I can't even believe that we're talking about this because it's not Henry Ford's uh, it's not Henry Ford's assembly line and we're not talking about Oliver. More food, sir. But here we are. California is making an effort to teach kids their rights as it pertains to child labor. The bill AB 800, uh, which is co-sponsored by the California Federation of Teachers, shout out to educators, we love y'all, specifies that all California public schools, including charter schools, will teach kids about prohibitions against misclassification of employees as independent contractors, child labor, wage and hour protections, work safety, and the right to organize a union in the work place. Hey, California. Now, we have to remember, though, California is like 
where's, you know, Cesar Chavez, a lot of work in the labor movement. You know, we mm-hmm. have like other states that are now like leaning into child labor, right? Like Arkansas, mm-hmm. Iowa, they're like, get those hands in that machine. If the Chinese <laughs> kids can do it with their fingers making iPhones, then you can do it too, which is bonkers to me. And I genuinely feel like they are consistently trying to again, drive home this idea that like there should be a labor force in America and that labor force needs to toil and toil away for the upper 101%. And I mean, Mm -hmm. when we talk about like how they're forcing people to have babies now, part of it is I think they want to try and repopulate the whites. But I think the other part of it is they're like, we need people to to be working in these um, factories. Right, right. We need bodies on the ground. So I don't know. I feel like it's very wild. Uh, This whole child labor abuse thing is rising in the U.S. In May, high schoolers were working at a Popeye's in Oakland and they were saying they said they were pressured to work late hours on school nights, sometimes without the required break times. You know, I've been a child actor since I was eight and they Mm -hmm. was not playing around. SAG was not playing around with y'all. Like they would Mm -hmm. come to the set like "Ah, ah, ah, Amanda needs lunch. (laughs) Amanda is 11. (laughs) So that's why we need to be conscious of like the, the, how they teach about like the right to unionize. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, a lot of migrant workers, they take agricultural jobs. I love at the end of the graduation year, you know, you always see folks that are in the field with their parents, but like in their cap and gown, you know, and Mm -hmm. showing that like, I always tear Mm -hmm. up when I talk about this and like showing that like their parents are still picking, but they're there, um, and made it through. So I think this is great. We talk often about what they're taking out of schools. I think it's great that they're bringing this information into schools. And, uh, you know, it begs the question. Well, why should black black people people care? care? Black people should care because anytime we are talking about labor, black people are ultimately going to be very involved in the conversation. We are Mm -hmm. the source the original source of labor in this country right Mm -hmm. so even if we're talking about child labor you know it's gonna be us in it because it wasn't no white kids working at that Popeyes in Oakland okay so let's (laughs) let's keep it a butt also when we talk about using our education spaces to teach on how to come together and how to like unionize when that's being done and black children are getting access to that information that is the kind of education that we want our children to be uh, to have access to so is California going to secede from the union while I'm alive? Possibly. <laughs> Hit me up. Let me know what you think. one 855 8 That's one 262 I really want to know your thoughts. Like, what is your understanding of child labor? I know all of us may have had jobs when we was like 15 and 16. You know what I'm right. saying? But, mm-hmm. you know, what What does that mean for, for your kids now? And if you do have kids and they have jobs, how do you monitor that? So call me up, all right? When we get back... I get to talk about gymnastics (laughs) and blackness at the same damn time. We'll be right back with Amanda Seals. Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Hey, y'all. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta. And check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. See Amanda Seals, Sean Amanda Seals. And um, <laughs> I don't know about y'all, but 
Gymnastics was on this weekend and I was very involved. I was enthralled. And if I'm honest, I was really excited to see how many folks I saw on the chats of these gymnastics pages on Instagram that I feel like weren't necessarily like gymnastics fans, but had come there because our people was up in the mix. Right, okay. Right, right. Everybody is talking about Simone Biles naturally because she has become literally the most decorated gymnast in history. <laughs> That's crazy. And um, to my understanding, she's also the most decorated athlete in world and Olympic history. Like, like she, uh, like, yeah, sports. like she's won the most medals over the most course of time. Yeah. I mean, I believe yeah. it. <laughs> a sister. You better believe it. Okay. She, that That's amazing. So she made history, um, but there was also another reason that history was made. And I want you to hear her say, hear her talk about it. I don't think so. I think every day I try to think about it, especially in therapy when we talk about it. And I think that's when all the emotions come up. And I really think about what I've done and what we've done to the sport and push that forward. So I think it's really exciting. But all in all, I don't think it'll hit me till maybe I retire and then look back and see everything I've done. But tonight, I think it was a good start. Um, we had an all-black podium of girls. So I thought that was amazing. Black girl magic. So hopefully it just teaches all the young girls out there that you can do anything you put your minds to. So keep training hard. Okay, so here's the thing, y'all. Simone had first place. She's a mm-hmm. sister. And then in second place was Rebecca Andrade, who is a black woman from Brazil. And listen, okay. there's a whole lot of, in, you know, there's a whole lot of colorism and racism that goes on in Brazil, right? Mm-hmm. Then you had in third place, Shailise Jones, who's another sister. And I'm telling you, one of my favorite parts <laughs> of this whole weekend was seeing Shailise and Simone have this little side conversation where Shailise threw up a little black power fist and uh, <laughs> Simone threw up another one and then was like, <laughs> we love that. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. But you know what? We just saw this terrible video, right? Where this mm-hmm. little black girl's getting skipped over mm-hmm. in Ireland from getting a medal. And it was right. such a blatant act of racism. Like, it was just like, really, Irish white lady? Like, you just gonna <laughs> skip over our little Tamika? But when we see this, it's such a monumental moment for not just that little black girl, but for, I feel like, all of us little black girls, not just the ones in gymnastics, because it's, again, an example of why representation matters. And let mm. me just take it to another level for y'all. Not only on the women's side were we in were we in attendance, okay? On the men's side, we was doing the dang on thing. Kai Young won two silver medals uh, in event finals. And Richard Frederick, he is the youngest American male to win a medal at the uh, world championships. And he got bronze in the all-around yeah. with a fall. With a fall, which means he's just getting started. Which means he's <laughs> just getting started. So... I just, I got to tell y'all, you know, gymnastics is my favorite sport. I'm obsessed with it. And I know y'all know black people is my other favorite thing. And I'm obsessed with us. So the two merging together, black nastics was. Black nastics. <laughs> okay. Black nastics was amazing. So shout out to everybody uh, who uh, took part in the uh, world championships this weekend and just shout out to history being made. And again, let me also add, on these blogs, they're like, mm-hmm. why can't it just be three black women? Why does it have to be a black? I mean, why, why can't it just be three women? Why does it have to be a black thing? Why is that even an issue? And I love that we saw Charlize throw up the fist. We saw, uh, we heard your girl Simone say black girl magic. 
Mm-hmm. And Rebecca Andrade put in her caption on her page, uh, what a beautiful podium. It looks the way it's supposed to. Am I right? <laughs> With a brown heart. You heard it. All right. You heard it here. Well, coming up next, we got the Big Up Let Down. I'm going to give some props to 21 Savage, or should I say 21 Savage? I'll explain that a little bit later. All right. Because I'm too grossed out to talk about the letdown. So you have to sit around to wait for it. Keep it up right here to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's time for the Big Up Let Down on the Amanda Seal Show. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and it is time for your Big Up Let Down. Today's... Big Up, Big Up. I'm not sure if the timing is great, because the country is definitely, as Jasmine Crockett, the representative from Dallas, would say, going in the shitter. But um, 21 Savage has officially become a permanent U.S. resident. Yay! <laughs> 21. Can you say the first sentence of the preamble of the Constitution for me? (laughs) (laughs) You know they got to take that test. His immigration court proceedings have now been terminated and he is free to travel internationally. He was arrested by U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement agents in 2019 over his visa, which expired in 2006. No way. He was busy. He was dating Amber Rose. He was doing albums with Drake. Like he was busy. He was busy. Um, But while detained, social media discussed the fact that he's not from Atlanta. He's from England, the United Kingdom. All right. (laughs) Yes. 21 Savage is not from Atlanta. He's from (laughs) the United Kingdom, you know, with the Queen and all that. And now that he's a permanent resident of the U.S., Maybe he can find a, like a way to like celebrate his British roots mm. in his music. Okay. For example, so I wanted to just give like you know just kind of like give an example, right? Like of course, okay. like my accent is a little it's a little shifty. It's definitely not going to be as <laughs> as locked in as his because I'm not from Jolly <laughs> London. Okay. Um, but he can release a song a lot, and it could go like this: <clears throat> How much money you got? A lot. How much problems you got? A lot. How many people done doubted you in it? A lot. <laughs> Left you out to rot? A lot. How many pray that you flop? A lot. How many lawyers you got? A lot. A lot. A lot. A lot. And that actually sounds like a bit of a like a um, Willy Wonka song, eh? Ooh, right? Not the Oompa Loompas. How many times you got shot? A lot. A lot. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely better in a... Atlanta accent. Um, maybe him and Iggy Azalea could do a remix in their original accents. She might have Australian business. All right, let's take it to our letdown. Today's letdown is really distressing to me. Mm. Okay, because when when we go to concerts, I feel like we should be going to enjoy the music, you know, the mm. pageantry, but. Some of y'all are going for other reasons that I can't grasp. And Kevin Kevin Gates started his tour over the weekend. Um, he's known to be an uncouth Negro, but he <laughs> called a female onto the stage. She went, she sat, and she allowed this man to... Hmm. Mouth defecate in her mouth, like to spit, to spit. <laughs> like she tipped her head back. 
and let this man release oh my God. saliva into her oral cavity. Mm-mm. And I I have heard a rapper spitting. Oh, they spitting. Oh, they was spitting, but not like this. Uh-uh. I don't, I don't, I don't feel like this is fandom. This is some cultdom. Like this is other <laughs> levels of things. And I'm like, maybe this is what groupiness is now. Mm-mm. But like COVID didn't like shut y'all down. I mean, COVID was at the concert. Like, I mean, <laughs> what are you going to do? He took my move <laughs> all up in her mouth. So she gets let down. Not even him. She gets the let down because she went up there for that. That's Grody. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals here. We just had our big up letdown, and the letdown was how this young lady literally went on stage at a Kevin Gates concert and let this man spit in her mouth. And people are like, why, sis? Like, what's happening? But mm. I remember, y'all, like, there's women who be, like, going up on stage at um at 85 South shows and letting them, like, play with they. Uh, I mean that's still weird, but like the the, the liquid is different. That's another it's true. That's it's crazy. true. It's true. I guess what I'm saying is it's more so just like <laughs> oh, like so we're just like doing this. Like we're just we're just open for we're open for business. We're just open <laughs> for business. Um, that's wild to me. So many things with America are just so wild to me. Uh, but one thing that's not wild to me is hearing from you guys. So hit me up one eight five five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. Let's go to the phone lines. Hey Amanda. So my. This is kind of hard to explain without tearing up. So my girlfriend okay. of two and a half years cheated on me with my grandfather. Um, what? It was a really difficult time for me, but it was a very traumatic experience. But I was wondering if you could give me advice on how to cope with it because um, she's trying to make it work. I'm not sure what I should do, though. You're not sure what you should do with your girlfriend who cheated on you with your grandfather? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think you can make that work, Playboy. <laughs> um no. Yeah, I there are there are other fish in the sea. There are other fish in the sea. You gotta let that let that swim on. Take let let that go on the jet stream. Take another current. Take the another current. It's crazy. Granddaddy is wild. Also, it says to me, your grandfather is a zaddy. That's what it says. And with that, yeah, your grandfather must be a zaddy out here. <laughs> and and that says to me that that means that you have zaddy in your DNA. Okay. Mm, okay. You've got zaddy in, in your DNA. Um, but there's, oh, child, there's, there's other. Um, you can't even get back with somebody after that. Like, I can't look at you the same. You was with my grandfather? What? Well, that's, so, you know, here's, <laughs> here's what I want y'all to understand is that like, there's there's nothing there's no point in being in a relationship with someone if you cannot respect them and mm-hmm. if they do not have respect for you. So right. I don't know how you then continue with this person to respect them. Furthermore, I don't know what your family like, but you may have gatherings, right? And I, I'm just oh, saying like yeah. your granddaddy probably at the <laughs> gatherings. So are you going to still bring Daphne to the gathering? And now you got to wonder if like, are they sneaking off into the closet while you putting catfish on Not your plate? Closet. Like, are they, you know, are they sneaking off to his old man van while you're getting a, a, a dry rub on your ribs? Like, these are things <laughs> that you don't want to have to stress yourself out mm-hmm. with. Let it go. Let it go. Mm-hmm. Let it go. If the want to 
let it go. And that's that's really the best advice I can give you. And the other advice I want to give you is, baby, you got to love yourself. Okay, if you said it was traumatic, then you need to pursue some type of therapy, some type of meditation, some type of breath work to really deal with that because it's in your cells. You got to get it out, sweat it out, you know, make the treadmill cry. Okay, don't let that sit in you. Don't carry that with you. But Amanda, his grandfather willingly also did this, though. Like his. his We're going to. I I can't even I can't even. (laughs) Honestly, I couldn't even wrap my head around that. Um, That was his grandson. Little boo thing. Sneaky link. Listen, this some might say this is an opportunity. Some mm. might say this is a will and estate opportunity. They could and they could consider entering a thruple and oh um God. and really line it up. I, however, though, I <laughs> I would say that that is a choice, but not the choice I would make. What do y'all think he should do? What if I find Amanda eight? That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show with our small doses clip of the week from Representative Jasmine Crockett. Keep it like Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Life is full of things to manage: your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta Ofatumumab twenty milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different. Ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Uh, we speak the world on this We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. Shows your favorite comedian and common sense specialist here. Thank you for listening. Happy Monday. Today is Indigenous Peoples Day. Mm-hmm. That is correct. Some people are still calling it Columbus Day. We don't. We don't recognize those people. We don't know who those people are. Today is Indigenous Peoples Day. When I was on MTV2 back in the in the in the aughts and 05 and 06 and all that time, I remember they wanted me to open the show with Happy Columbus Day. And I was like, absolutely not. And they were like, well, you have to say it. You have to say it. So the, what did I say? I said, what's up, y'all? Samantha Seals here. It's Columbus Day. Which is true. Next video we have. <laughs> right. It's just, I'm going to give it to you. Just, that's what it is. That is a fact. But no, it is Indigenous Peoples Day. And um, it's it's definitely important that we have actually at least gotten to that point where we are acknowledging the fact that this is when we should be celebrating the people whose land was taken, who were genocided, who were sent to slaughter, whose culture, mm-hmm. whose language, whose um, ethnicities were, were trampled by the pursuit of white capitalist, colonialist imperialism. And it continues to go on around the world. Mm-hmm. It is continuing to happen. It is continuing to happen. So uh, happy Indigenous Peoples Day today. All right. We got some Blackery news coming up this hour. Uh, Jeremiah, what are we going to be talking about on the Newswire? We're going to talk about the conflict that's brewing abroad. Israel has declared war, and your friend, Mark Lamont Hill, will join us to tell us about what's going on and break it down for us. Also, we got to talk right. about small doses, because Representative Jasmine Crockett, she was on the pod this week with side effects of gathering the government, and she gave us some some great, some great things to talk about. Yeah, <laughs> she did. Um, and we're also going to introduce a new segment. That's in my ministry with Rita Morantz. She's talking about sexy red, y'all, and the take that they saying got leaked. 
better she talk about it than I. And we're going to get into that, okay? We're going to get into all the things because that's what we do right here at the Amanda Seal Show. And I want y'all to hit me up, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Remember to stay connected with us on socials at Seal Said It. Also, stay connected with us on the phone lines because our group chat topic of the week this week is about being a workaholic. Do y'all see any problems with being a workaholic or is it like a badge of honor? You know what I'm saying? You know how people be like, I don't sleep because sleep is the cousin of death. I'll rest when I die. Well, Idris Elba says that he's a workaholic and it got so bad that he is now in therapy. Okay. Mm -hmm. But we want to know from you, especially because America is all about like, I'm a workaholic. Like that's like Mm -hmm. a badge of honor. So I want to hear from you all. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Call me up and let me know. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seals Show. Seal show with Amanda Seals here, and um, we over the weekend there was a big. Uh, uh, how do I even say this? There a, a war that was announced. Now, in some people's opinion, the war been going on, but there was a war that was uh, declared on the side of Israel in response to an attack on the country. And I could do my, my, you know, smart dance with this. But then I'm like, I know somebody who's an expert at this. So let me just call them. And that is who we have on the line. Mark Lamont Hill. Dr. Mark Lamont Hill. I like that intro. I like that intro. When you say my name, it still sounds like I'm about to drop like a really dope spoken word piece. <laughs> but I'll take it. That is true. Um so can you break it down for us? Because this is the thing. So every time that there is uh, like an, ex- like, I mean, the, all the words are triggering. Every time there is a heightened conflict that takes place in that part of the world, I feel like now the internet is having more conversations about it. Right. And so I feel yeah. like more black people are starting to be like, wait, what's, what's really going on over here though? But what's this really about? And we are entering to entering into another election year. So this also becomes a part of the conversation. But I would love for you to just contextualize. I mean, I know that it's a it's history, but I know that you're an expert. So I'd love for you if you could just contextualize for people kind of like what took place this weekend and how that is couched in a bigger conversation. And, and, and that's a great question and the right question, because we can we can't begin our understanding you can't take a position on this issue until you understand the history of it and obviously we can't go through the whole history but Mm -hmm. the quick the quick and dirty thing version i would give would be that what happened this weekend has been happening for us over a century and uh what you saw was not the starting point of a conflict or a war but the next phase in a war that's been going on for decades and decades and decades certainly since israel was founded 75 years ago, and even longer than that, you could go through through the whole rest of the 20th century. Hamas is a group of people, it's a, it's a political party um, that was elected in 2006 to rule a certain part of the area we call Palestine, uh, the Gaza Strip. They are in charge of it. They were democratically elected. Now, they haven't been reelected. There hasn't been a vote in a long time. So they are 
technically not democratically elected anymore, but they were elected to run to rule the region. And they ruled this area called the Gaza Strip, which uh, Israel basically left uh, over almost 20 years ago now. So Israel said, look, we're not we're not going to we're going to let Palestinians have this area again. You can run it. The problem is, although they run, <laughs> although Palestinians and Hamas have been able to run the region, Israel still controls it. They they police it by by land, by air, and by sea. They control what goes in. They control what goes out. They control the food that goes in, that goes out. They control the electromagnetic sphere, the population registry. Anything that happens there, they still are ultimately controlled by Israel, uh, which is something that- And they control that it by force. Yeah, yeah, through military force, yeah. And and so and so and so Palestinians have resisted that. At the same time, the rest of the area that we call that we're talking about the occupied Palestinian territories—that's the West Bank, which is the West Bank of the Jordan River. That's cities like Ramallah, Bethlehem, and Naz- not Nazareth, Bethlehem, uh, Ramallah. These these are cities that we often know from the Bible. Um, they are controlled by different organizations, some by Israel, some by. Palestine, some by by like joint committee, but that also is being fought, right? Because that that area has been under military occupation since 1967. So, you know, Palestinians have been fighting for freedom. Palestinians have been arguing that this is their land, that they that they were uprooted, and that they deserve to have it. And they've been fighting for self determination. At the same time, Israel is saying this is our land, this is our country, and we have a right not just to the place we now call Israel, but to these other areas as well. And so there's been a fight going on all the time. And so when Palestinians are, so what you saw from Hamas uh, this past weekend was certainly an act of violence. Um, And some people are saying, look, they just declared war on Israel. And other people are saying, well, no, this is this is just the next phase of a war that's been going on. Israel's presence is violent. Israel has occupied our land. Israel continues to harm us. Palestinians get, get harmed all the time. Palestinians get subjected to things like collective punishment, which is illegal under international law. Like you can't just turn off the electricity for the whole Gaza Strip as Israel pledged. Wait, to say that one more time. Weekend. Say that one more time. You cut up. You said you can't just. Oh, yeah. You can't just turn the electricity off. You can't just announce, hey, we're going to cut the electricity for the whole Gaza Strip. That's called collective punishment. You can't you can't you can't punish an entire group of people for the actions of of, of, of single people or or acts or groups of people. That's that's an international that's a violation of international law. So there are there are debates about why these things are happening. But at the end of the day, I think the, the biggest takeaway for your audience is that however you understand this issue, you cannot start with Hamas this weekend. You have to go back to what's been happening right. to Palestinians for decades. You have to look at how Israel was founded. You have to look at how Palestinians have responded. You have to look at this entire issue throughout history and not just look at one act. It's like, it's like if you walk, it's my like, it's, it's, it would be just like if somebody saw- It's like the, looking uh, at the LA riots, right? <laughs> right, exactly. And we can still have debates about whether things are right or wrong. For example, I would say, you know, innocent people should never be harmed. I would say that sexual right. assault, sexual violence is always a non-starter. It's always unacceptable. It's evil and it's indefensible, right? In any act of reason, right. in any, regardless of what conditions you're under. So those, so we can have that conversation. We right. need to have that conversation, but we also have to say that people who are occupied have a right to self-defense. Now they don't have a right to kill innocent people. They don't have a right to harm children. They don't have to, a right to, to kill people who are not military actors. These are, but, 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 but this is the conversation that we need to have. But is there something to be said for the fact that this is what they've been enduring? I would say, yeah, uh, the we have to tell that story if we're going to tell an honest story about what's been going on. 
this past weekend, uh, uh, innocent children and 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 have been harmed, and sexual assault has been reported to have happened against Israelis, against Jewish people. That is wrong. Yes. That is unacceptable. That is evil. Right. However, yes. that can't be the only truth we tell. We have to tell that truth at the same time that we have to tell the truth that Palestinians have been subjected to this all the time. That doesn't excuse anything, but it does explain why people are are responding the way they are. I, I can't tell the story of the riots by starting in on the day of the riot. I got to tell the story of America. Similarly, I, I got to tell the story of, of Israel-Palestine if I want to understand what happened this past week. Do you have any suggestions of where people can start that research? Um, where oh, they yeah, can... Well... Okay, go ahead. <laughs> they can start with my book. It's called Except for Palestine. The limitations, the limits of progressive politics. They start with my book, um, but also seriously, they, they should read my book, but they should also read a book called The 100 Year War. It's written by a man named Rashid Khalidi, R-A-S-H-I-D-K-H-A-L-I-D-I. He'll give you a full analysis of what's happened over the last hundred years. Um, yeah, I, I would I would definitely do that. And then there's another man named Elan Pape. I-L-L-A-N-P-A-P-P-E. He has a book called uh, The Biggest Myths About Israel. Um, my last, my last question for you, though, is my last question for you, though, is what how did you become such an expert? You know, I, I spent a lot of time studying this. I spent I've read literally thousands of books at this point, thousands of books and articles. I went back to graduate school after getting my Ph.D. I went back and got a, a, another graduate degree in Middle Eastern studies. Uh, and I spent the better part of the last decade going back and forth between the United States and Israel, uh, uh, studying this issue on the ground, my own original research, uh, wow. and 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 committing to understanding. Um, because I believe that one, I'm just, it's just interesting to me, and I'm a nerd. Uh, but two, um, mm -hmm. there's a long tradition of Black people who have who've cared about this issue. Uh, that SNCC cared about this issue. The Black Panthers cared about this issue. Malcolm X cared about this issue. Angela Davis cared. about this issue. And they were my heroes. So I did what they did. And then lastly, because none of us are free until everybody's free. And so I need to figure out how I can play a role in helping liberate everybody in that region so that we can live in a world where everybody is safe. Well, there you have it. I love that I can call on smart people. Thank you so much for checking in with us and, uh, you know, giving us the the low down, the, the 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 short but very long storied history that hopefully you all will go further your studies on. All right, thank you, Mark. No problem. Love you. Hello. Love you. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and we'll be right back. The Amanda Seals Show. We up. We up. We up. Life is full of things to manage: your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta. Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back, y'all. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and it's time for our new feature. This ain't my ministry, but Rita Brent. Rita, <laughs> this What's thing up, that's Amanda? going on on this internet. That I don't Ugh. that I don't want to see, but that you've stumbled upon. And I would love for you to tell us how they fall in or not in your ministry. 
Yeah, well, let's make it plain. I did stumble up on this. I did not go looking for it. Okay. (laughs) I just logged on Twitter and I saw the hashtag sexy red. And um, apparently there was a sex tape of hers that was leaked. And she said Mm. that she was heartbroken by it. And, you know, because I am a a journalist, I just thought just I should (laughs) look at it. (laughs) Just look at it. You know, I I, I pay, of course. Yes. Yes. Yeah, you need to be informed. Listen, learn, and laugh. So (laughs) I got on the tape, and I, too, am heartbroken after seeing the tape. Yes. Um, You know, Sexy Red is a person who, who... you know, purports herself as someone who is sexy and fine and sexy. sexually astute. Yeah. Mm. And no, that that's not that's not the energy that was given that was being given. So when I say it's not my ministry, it is the fact that the sex tape was extremely mid, Ooh. and oh. she had a gigantic bonnet on in the tape. That's not my ministry, for one. Thing. So you don't like a bonnet on in the in the in the in the process of relations? <laughs> no. Hell no. And I should make it known that I am a lesbian and I have a wife. Um, so yeah, that's that's not my ministry hat. The, the bonnet, the, the chef's hat was extremely <laughs> unattractive. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. It, it to each their own, to each their own. Giving. Yes, um, and the moans were not moaning. It was, oh. the register was a little deep. Uh, it, it, was, it was just not. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't given. Not the that, deep register from Sexy Red. So did you expect it to feel ministry. like yeah. more performative? Yeah, I just felt like the tape should match the energy of the lyrics. I mean, if, you lis- if you're listening to, to Pound Town, like the type of energy that she's giving, <laughs> the type of energy is not, it just wasn't present in the, in the, in the sex tape. And so, I don't know, it just kind of feels like she's an imposter a little bit. I was, oh. I was, I was very disappointed. She been capping. Could it, be though? Capping. could it be the guy was not taking her to Pound Town, so therefore she couldn't, you know. What if the guy the didn't make her ski? <laughs> Is that her well, you fault, gotta, you know? You, well, you, you know, you got to get up. You know what I'm saying? Just get <laughs> get up. She, But she, she sat there. But maybe yeah, but. if she had taken the bonnet off, he would have been you more know? inspired. You're victim blaming. Yeah. You're victim blaming. <laughs> Am I? <laughs> I'm just saying, well, like the, the the bonnet was moving too, like it, it, like like something was in it, like like it was like a, a waterbed bonnet or something. It just <laughs> it wasn't attractive. Oh, and it's just not man. my ministry. I don't I don't do bonnets, so I'm a little disappointed about that. Not so well, sexy red. Sexy red and her bonnet are not Rita Brent's ministry, and that is what we have learned today. That's what we learned. We learned that she knows nothing about Donald Trump and that her sex tape was mid. All right. I feel like that's enough talking about Sexy Red for the month. Uh, I feel like I've, yeah, I met my quota. I met my quota. All I got to do is meet my my blue face and Krishan quota and uh, we'll have really, we'll have really hit it. Thank you so much, Rita, for for teaching us what is not your ministry. Uh, You know, our ministry right here at the Amanda Seals Show is always bringing you the facts and the laughs and we got small doses uh, my podcast when we get back with Representative Jasmine Crockett. Everybody loving Jasmine these days. She's in the buck and she's going to do so right here when we get back. We like to be in the Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. 
Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. It's your girl, Amanda Seals, hoping that we're helping you get through your day today. Uh, if you haven't listened to my podcast, Small Doses, you can check it out everywhere you get your podcasts. And this week, we had Representative Jasmine Crockett of Dallas, Texas, Democrat, um, on side effects of gathering the government. Because, y'all, if you if you haven't seen her clips, um, what's crazy is that these are not like these are not like internet clips. This is her right. in session as a congressperson. Uh, but she At really work. just be gathering these folks up. And she's like, you know, this this committee, this committee be trying my patience. <laughs> Anywho, she came and sat down with me on Small Doses Podcast. And she did a great job of explaining a lot of aspects of government um, in such a relatable way. So if you haven't, check that out. Make sure you do. But I love this clip. Check it out. Most people that look like me, especially black women, we are the most underfunded candidates in the country, (coughs) whether it's a city race, county race, state race or federal race. We never get the money that our counterparts get. We can look in California specifically at the Senate race with Barbara Lee. Barbara Lee is not getting the money that Adam um, Adam Schiff is getting. Nor that uh, Katie. Yeah, there you go. There you go. (laughs) Nor the money that uh, Katie Porter is getting. When it comes down Mm -hmm. to it, when it when you need to run an election, you've got to get up on TV. You've got to get up on radio. You nowadays we do a lot of streaming. Mm -hmm. You're doing all these things to make sure that you can get your message across so that voters hear from you. Yeah. Well, if you don't have the money to get your message across, especially in a state of like the size of California that's close to 60 million people, how is it that you can even say that you're in the race? The people don't. They're not even. Been able to hear your voice mm-hmm. no I, I that doesn't surprise me at all that black women would be the least funded in these uh election races but you right. know what it says to me i feel like i hear so many people say oh my god like i don't like voting because i'm tired of hearing about politics and tired of hearing about mm-hmm. politicians you know mm-hmm. ah, i'm not gonna vote because that's the lesser of two evils but how many right. of y'all have ever even supported a candidate oh how many? Like and I don't even just mean with dollars <laughs> because sometimes it's not about money. Like how many have been, like uh, ever canvassed or volunteered uh, or ever like really put anything behind somebody that they believed in. But then mm-hmm. they are frustrated when they don't have candidates that they want to vote for. And that's mm-hmm. what I mean by we have to get more involved. Like sis is saying right here, like black women who we always talk about saving the world. Right. We always talk about black mm-hmm. women coming through black women are not getting the dollars. And so I have to ask the question of the late, great gangsta boo. Where them dollars at? Where them dollars at? You understand me? That's my challenge I'm going to give to all of y'all. My challenge I'm going to give to all of y'all is to find a black woman who is running for some type of political office in your local um, Mm -hmm. government. Look into their politics because remember, all skin folk ain't kin folk. We definitely right, have some, right. some black women out here that are cooning. Some blooning is going on, okay? <laughs> um, but I want you to look into that and I want you to see how can I support their campaign, right? Is it with okay. $5? Is it with putting a sign in my yard? Is it with volunteering one day? You know, I'm not saying that you got to marry yourself to this person's campaign. Like, I know people that took pay cuts to go and try and get an Obama elected. Like, I shout out to David. <laughs> shout out to my boy, David Johns. But I just want to say that, like, we have to be the change we wish to see. I keep mm-hmm. seeing people complain. I keep seeing people complain. And then they don't follow it up with, like, so this is what I'm going to do to be a part of that. So, right. Jasmine done told you now. You can't act so, like you didn't know. So should I send my money to you now, Amanda? Or when should I send the money for your campaign? Jeremiah, I will not <laughs> run for office. Y'all want me to run for office so bad. And I just be like, do y'all know me? I don't understand. How can y'all know me? I got $5 on it. How can y'all know me? I got 
how can y'all hear the way I live and like talk and then be like, yeah, you should run for office. I also can't because they would like dig up stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, like they would sweet. dig up stuff. Yeah, they would dig up. You know what? I actually don't think I have like scandalous tweets, you know? Like but they would like, come try and find stuff. Think about, look at this they would get my brother actually. me clips. Yeah, like, you know, they'd be like, oh my God. On her episode with Bambi, she said that she used to date little Scrappy. She's not fit for government. Like, <laughs> But just a side note, speaking of people fit for government, like Shine is like legit, like down in Belize, like as the oh, opposition yeah. leader for the prime minister. And like two posts ago, he had a picture of him with Puff from like 90, <laughs> from like 97 with his shirt off. So it's like, Bad. all right, ride that wave, ride that wave, <laughs> ride it. Uh, we're going to actually ride the phone lines when we get back. Hit me up, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We are. We up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. It's your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals. We just played a clip from this week's episode of Small Doses Podcast. If you haven't checked it out, make sure you do because Representative Jasmine Crockett of Dallas is breaking things down for folks. Like, they've been talking about this whole government shutdown. I didn't really understand what it was all about until she really talked me through it like a third grader, and I'm so appreciative to her for it. You can also uh, watch the episode on YouTube at Amanda Seals TV. You want to talk about battle of the facial expressions, both of us is definitely going to hit you with a face. What? Huh? Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get to the phone lines, though. Y'all be calling me up. one 855 That's 1-855-262-6328. I'd love to take your calls. What's on the line? Or who's on the line, I should say? Yeah, this call is regarding uh, if women should pursue their degree as well as pursue their misses. Um, yes. I think Ebony made a distinction that if you are wanting to get married and have children, that's the best opportunity why so, so the two can build together, right? And she's stating from the point of view that once you get older, it becomes more difficult for women to find an eligible bachelor, right? So I think it is good for them to continue to pursue marriage along with the degree if that's something that they want in the future. Because as you get older, um, it's only going to get harder. And then quite frankly, quite honestly, the value of the woman, you know, does change and does, you know, go down as she gets older. So that's my... Cut the mic! Cut! <laughs> he said, and quite honestly, the value of a woman does decrease <laughs> as she gets older. Listen, I, he just basically repeated what we already had said, which is, yes, we know that Ebony Williams had made a distinction that she was saying, if your goal mm -hmm. is marriage, that you should start in college. And, you mm -hmm. know, a lot of people were like, even if your goal is marriage, you can still focus on college and right. get through college. I mean, it's like, God dang, like after them four years, it's just a wrap. Like everyone's taken who wasn't going to be taken before. That's it. I don't, the door's I mean, <laughs> what, I cannot uh, again, Mariah said, <laughs> that's my, my only party. chance. <laughs> but you know what the other part of it is? It's the fact that y'all are acting as if men in college are looking for marriage. And that yeah. is just not the reg, baby. They are looking for condoms. Okay? Ooh. That's what men in college are looking for. They're like condoms and crown. That's what they're looking for. Well, that's a good I was there. For a promoter. <laughs> condoms and crown. Don't give people a... Please. <laughs> 
please don't give Atlanta and they go do it for uh, you go do it for MLK weekend with MLK on the <gasps> that is disgusting <laughs> and they will absolutely put Martin Luther King on the throne on the flyer with a crown mm-hmm. you know what mm-hmm. stop 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 let me stop y'all we will be right back we got more Amanda Seals show for you we got 60 second headlines your big up let down would love for y'all to hit me up one eight five five Amanda 8 to talk about our group chat topic of the week which is do you think being a workaholic is a problem because it just thinks it is but I want to know from you guys have you ever had a problem with someone who is a workaholic call me you know they say if you want a rich man you better deal with the fact that he a workaholic holla at me 1-855-AMANDA-8 that's 1-855-262-6328 we'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show the Amanda Seal Show we up we up we up we ain't nobody's fool no we shaking up the favorite comedian and common sense specialist amanda seals fresh from washington dc where i was at the because they're funny festival screening my political comedy documentary in amanda we trust and guess who was in the front row mm-hmm. at the screening <laughs> was it you i was there i was there i was outside this weekend <laughs> and it's funny because I, I ran into amanda in the uh when i was coming in i'm like who is this lady with this pink suit on this afro oh amanda seal show <laughs> we up we up we up but i'm really glad uh that you made it and you said you enjoyed it so that made me happy as well so it was definitely y'all. dope. I appreciated the um the editing with the pink on the um <gasps> on the transition. The, yeah, on the transition. Oh. I noticed the pink. The brand was very much on brand. So just you. thank you very much. Of all the content that took place in this documentary, Supreme <laughs> was most moved by the tint of the pink on the transitions. So uh, that goes to shout out. I mean, if people look at those little details, you'd be like, I guess you're right. This. You're right. You're right. So I'm going to take it. I'm going to take that. I'm going to take that. I'm going to take that. But DC always shows up and everyone who was there was really um, engaged. And we gave away free stickers and buttons and posters with political trivia, did some stand up. And then we had a Q&A session at the end and people had really good questions. And it was just like, I really want to take this on the road and create this space over the course of the next year for for us. So look out for when In Amanda We Trust is coming to your town. All right. Now, you know what we do right here every day. I hit you all with the word of the day because we got to expand the vocabulary. The word of the day is demarcate, not to be confused with Demarcus, who is somebody that would be in attendance at your neighborhood HBCU. Demarcate. Um, isn't like demarcate to like to like specify something like to like to be like I'm demarcate demarcating this specific location? No. Mm, you're a ballpark, but not quite. Okay. Supreme. Um, I was going to say something in regards to locating something as well. Like this is the marker. I just get the marker part in there. So you all were kind of there. You all were kind of there, but it basically means to fix or define its limits. Or okay. edges of something. So, like, to demarcate, like, you know, these are my boundaries. I'm demarcating my boundaries. Okay. 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 Right. Like, so, you know, the barriers of this of this space. 
Yes, like the young lady who we gave the let down to for letting Kevin for letting uh, Kevin Gates spit in her mouth. She did not. She not. She did not demarcate any boundaries, and thus he was able to go forth with the saliva. There we go. There we go. (laughs) All right. Well, you know, every Friday I test them on the words of the day. So make Mm -hmm. sure that you pay attention so that you all can be, you know, following along with the quiz on Fridays as well. All right. What do we got coming up this hour? Coming up this hour, we have politicians say the darndest thing, some 60-second headlines, and a big up let down. Big up to 21 Savage. You know, he's from Atlanta. Well, kind of. So, you know, stay tuned for that. 21 can you do something for me uh we are gonna get into that um drake i need to listen to the album wait do i need to listen to the album mm, it was okay, okay. it was all right <laughs> i mean let me tell y'all i was a drake fan i still run through the six with my woes okay i still <laughs> like that was my record. I still listen to How About Now because I'm up right now. He's stuck right That's now. That's my favorite Drake. Like real sassy. Um, <laughs> Not sassy. <laughs> yeah, sassy, like disrespected, um, like uh, having a, not a vengeance, but not a vendetta, but just like a chip like a on his shit. shoulder, Drake. Yeah. Like that's my favorite Drake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good so, If you miss any of the show, you can listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcast. You can also check out my other podcast, Small Doses Podcast. This week, we had Representative Jasmine Crockett on the show. Side effects of gathering the government. She explains all, not all, but a lot of the things that I felt like I don't understand about what's going on right now in the House of Representatives, mm-hmm. like the government shutdown, and she mm-hmm. breaks it all the way down. All right. Next up, we got Paul Say the Darnest Things. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn right here on the Amanda Seals Show. All right, y'all. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I am your girl, Amanda Seals. And boy, oh boy. This one is a doozy. It's time for politicians say the darnest things. I feel like Amanda, we had like a Hall of Fame. This man, we have like a gold encrusted politician yeah. darnest things yeah. photo because Definitely. you know y'all that man. Donald Trump, you know, right now we've been talking about the conflict that's happening in Israel. We had Mark Lamont Hill on the show earlier. Well, yes. Donald Trump had this to say about Israel being attacked. Let's take a listen. Oh my! But think of it. So, four years ago we had the Abraham Accords, and today we have Israel being attacked, being attacked, viciously attacked. It's a big deal. It was a big attack with a lot of dead people all over the place. Who would think that? And the only difference is, I believe, it's the difference between one president and another president. (laughs) Oh, my God. Please. How do you take... I don't even... (laughs) How do you take mad people dying and be like, how do I spin this and make it about me? (laughs) Right. right. How do do you do that? This man said there was a lot of dead people everywhere. What in the M Night Shyamalan Shyamalan is is this that we're talking about? What in the sixth sense? I just Donald Trump is one of the most idiotic human beings I have ever met. I've never met him. One of the most idiotic human <laughs> beings that I've ever seen. You know, someone on my Instagram the other day was like, "I just feel like you know you're not polite to people who disagree with you about Donald Trump." And I'm like, "No, I'm <laughs> um, no. What do we? Because I feel like if you like Donald Trump, then you want the then you don't want the best for me." Right, exactly. Because it's level. Like it's like <laughs> Donald Trump is like if the bar is low, Donald Trump is like hell. <laughs> if the bar is low, Donald Trump is like craning his neck to look up to it. He's mm-hmm. like, where the bar at? 
No. So I don't have nothing for you. I'm not going to have some type of like, I'm not even going to honor you with some type of intellectual exchange, you know, about Donald Trump because you just on some BS and that's just that. And if you want to have a, if you want to say like, we can't disagree to disagree. No, it's the same way that it's like, we can't agree to disagree about racism. <laughs> like, you know what it is though, Amanda? A lot of times two people with Donald Trump, it's like they're like lying to, to like basically, um, to like vouch for him like they're vouching on him based upon lies if you were just like I like Donald Trump because I like his suits he cool whatever that's one thing but y'all be like well he's the best because he gave us these things he did this for us he's like that's false not- later in this speech he went on to say that Democrats support abortion after birth did you hear what I just said he went on to say that Democrats support that a mother can have a baby and then they can look at the baby. He said it just like this. And then they look at the baby and then they ask the mother, well, what you want to do with the baby? And if she doesn't want to have the baby no more, then they will get rid of the baby. This is not a thing that's happening, y'all. No. Nowhere. Abortion in the third trimester is for two reasons. One, because the baby has already died inside of the mother. Or two, because the birth will put the mother's life at threat. That's it. Well, you know he, he got that from, right? There was a politician talking about this on a radio show. He gave, like, full context. But when they played the clip on, like, Fox News, they cut out the parts you just said about the reasons why this would happen and only played the part where you after the baby is born, the market decision. So, you know. You know what? Yeah. And that's, that, that's where we're at. That's where we're at. So if you want to vote for somebody who gets their fake news from the place that they call fake news, right? Because he don't even rock with Fox no more. Um, then there you have it. I just think all of this is, 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 is wrong and nonsense. And he is the worst. And um, just a side note, he also put out this lie that like $6 billion was spent in Iran to fund this, uh, this war. And that didn't happen either. So... But you know what did happen? His what? daughter's father, I mean, his daughter's uh, husband got $2 billion from Saudi Arabia. And we ain't even looking into that, but they keep trying to press Hunter Biden for his little 250000 All right. Anywho, that was Politician Save the Darnest Things. We got 60-second headlines coming up next, plus today's Big Up Let Down next on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. All right, y'all, we gonna head on out of here, man. Uh, this is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and I want to shout out Mark Lamont Hill for joining us, Dr. Mark Lamont Hill for joining us to talk about the uh, scenario, the situation, and the, and a bit of the history on what's going on in Israel and Palestine, and really just laying uh, laying down the groundwork, the bottom line that you cannot start having an opinion about what's going on in Israel and Palestine based on what happened this weekend. Like, this is not where you start the opinion. Like, you need to get much more information. So make sure to check out the podcast wherever you get your podcast if you missed that early on. And also, there's an extended version of the interview, even if you did hear it early on. So make sure you go wherever you can get your podcast. Also, um, what else we had going on today? We talked about all the melanin that was at the Gymnastics World Championship. All of it. I love it. Even Simone Biles took home a new record. Who who knew it was possible? But it's possible, apparently. It's possible. (laughs) Also, and California. she still has the Olympics to come. Oh, that you know what? Just it's even fair she can even go. She I'm, just just look, give us some some space. When Simone is there, everyone's like, <laughs> okay, so we competing for second place. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. also we talked about California schools teaching about child labor and organizing organizing in schools. Plus, like you said, we talked about Israel declaring war and Michael Mahill joining us. And you gave Twenty One Savage the big up. 
Kevin Gates got the let down, y'all. I mean, no, Kevin say. Gates did not get the let down. Are you right? The young lady who was there with him. There you go. Listen to the podcast, y'all. It, it'll make sense to the podcast. We also That's introduced right. a new segment called That's Not My Ministry with Rita Brent. Talking about sex. Shout out to Rita Brent. Mm. <laughs> there you have it. All right. Stay connected with us on social media at Seals Said It. Keep your calls and comments coming in. Our lines are open 24-7. We want to hear from you. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We have a group chat Thursday. And our group chat topic of the week is, do you have a problem with being a workaholic? Do you think there's anything wrong with being a workaholic? What about your partner? Any issue with them being a workaholic? We want to hear from you. Idris Elba say he's so bad at being a workaholic, he had to go to therapy for it, y'all. It was eating him up. So I want to hear from you. one 855 8 I mean, we're in a country where things are so crazy with working that in California, they're teaching the kids about child labor laws. <laughs> that should let you know how we are about work. one 855 8 is the number. one 262 Coming up on Tuesday's show, we'll have Blacker in News. Who in Uncle Luke from Two Live Crew's family is running for a Senate seat in Florida? And I hope they're not going to be face down, blank up. That's the way we like to... <laughs> <laughs> All right. And MC Chekaho will join us to check Drake and Joe Budden. Yeah, we're going to have to get somebody in here on that. All right. Plus, we got How Black Do You Feel, The Big Up, Let Down, and 60 Second Headlines. All that and more on Tuesday's Amanda Seals Show. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. Be safe, y'all. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up.